Michi dwellers, I see you. I see you over there. Just wanting to learn some casual Japanese. Well, guess what? We got something for you. Welcome to... Well, maybe I should start with this. Jay Sensei, how do you say guess what in Japanese? You know those like expressions we learned last time about getting someone's attention? Mm-hmm. You know, those are used a lot more often than saying, like, literally, guess what? Uh, so, like, saying something like, Ano ne. Ah, ano ne. Jay Sensei, ano ne. Tariki-san, What's up? Today is our 10th episode in Beginner Season 1. Yay. We have officially hit 10 episodes, and, and we're gaining momentum. Very we fun. We see, I'm looking at viewers all over the world. We're broadcasting to viewers all over the world. So, Jay Sensei, ano ne. Happy birthday, Tark, tomorrow. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Sensei, Tanjobi wa doyu imi. So the word Tanjobi is someone's birthday. Yeah. Is there a song that's sung for, for birthdays? It's going to disappoint you because oh. it's, it's the same song we sing. And actually, it's the same lyrics, too. But it's, no. it's like put into Japanese phonetic system. So it doesn't sound like happy birthday, but it's more like happy boss day to you. I want the Stevie Wonder version of that song. Do I have to be Katana. blind? I don't want to be blind. You can put a blindfold on for a few minutes or, you know, a few seconds. Well, you know, it's songs like three minutes or something. Whatever. <laughs> Anyhow, beyond things Birthdays. that don't really matter. Yeah, happy birthdays. birthday. We got we got a jam-packed episode for you. Uh we are continuing on learning how to order things. And uh as we mentioned before in the previous episode, uh ordering things generally tends to take place in the polite dialect. So, we're going to impose the polite dialect on you just yeah. one more time. Mochido ne. This isn't like saying that you always have to speak politely, but it's going to be really rare that in customer service situations that people talk to you using casual or rude Japanese, unless you go to one of those like kind of kinky cafe places where like, like they have to, and like the, it's like the whole concept is to talk to you like you're a piece right. of trash or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Or like if you're a local at a bar or something like that, or if it's like a dive bar or something like that, I'm sure they will be... A little less than polite, but that's why you go there, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why um, I go. With this foundation, it'll be easy to understand that kind of stuff in the future. And we're going to definitely break that down in a maybe upper beginner or intermediate lesson. So Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and review what we're doing last time. Nico started to order a matcha vanilla ice cream. And the Tain-san wanted to know if... He wanted a drink to go with it. Tarek, do you remember how that went down? I don't think he wanted a drink. He he said, no, thank you. Yeah. Right? He said, kekko desu. Yeah, good. So Tain-san was like, nanika nomimono wa ikaga desu ka? For, would you like a drink with that? And then Nico said, go ahead and repeat it, Tark. I feel like this is like on the previous episode of Stamachi. Dude, um. it is. Exactly. <laughs> if you watched it on Netflix, this thing on Netflix, <laughs> like, dude, there's like an option to skip this whole part. <laughs> right, right, right. The bottom but, right uh, of the screen. We're not that advanced to have the show on Netflix yet, so <laughs> I'll just end the recap with 
Kashkomarimashita. Understood. All right, let's dive into today's lesson. All right, I'm going to read the lines of the Tain-san, and then we'll have Tarek be Niko. And we're going to read this one time at normal speed, and we'll break it down slowly with an English translation for you. Tarek, did you want to include anything before we get started? I love you, and happy birthday to me. <laughs> happy birthday to you tomorrow. All right, here we January go. January 23rd, the, the, the greatest day known to man. <laughs> That man. <laughs> this man. All the listeners. All the listeners. <laughs> well, here we go. Um, Go chumon kakunin sasete itarakimasu. Matcha vanilla ice wo hitotsu de yoroshii desu ka? Hai. Koke wa 200 yen ni narimasu. Credit card ga sukaimasu ka? Hai, ii desu yo. Koko ni iremasu yo ne. So desu. Hai, resito desu. Dekiyagaru made shoushou o matchi kudasaimasu. All right, let's recap that. Okay, here we go. Go chumon kakunin sasete itadakimasu. Matcha vanilla ice wo hitotsu de yoroshii desu ka? So that will be one matcha vanilla ice cream. Is that correct? Hai. <laughs> it sure is. Goke wa 200 ni. Your total comes to 200 yen. Credit card ga tsukaemasu ka? May I use a credit card? Hai. Ii desu yo. Yes. You sure can. Koko ni iremasu yo ne? Do I just insert it here? So desu. That's right. Resito desu. Here's your receipt. Dekiyagaru made. Shoushou o machi kudasaimase. Please wait for just a moment and it will be right out. All right. So it looks like Nico was able to get his matcha vanilla ice cream just all right. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it was oishikata. Mm -hmm. Tarek, how do you feel about matcha? I love matcha. I mean, it's not my favorite, but I definitely enjoy it. Like, if it's offered to me and I'm not on a strict diet, I'm definitely not saying no. I feel like matcha is to Japan like cranberries are to America. You know how, like, you used to have just apple juice and you used to have just grape juice, but now it's cranberry apple or cranberry grape or just cranberry no, everything. It's, it's it's grape drink now. It's grape drink. Get it feels like anyways, in Japan, you, you'll find that like there's so many things that matcha just ends up like being a part of and right like kind it, of from everything from ceremonies to desserts and oh yeah pockies dude matcha pockies are my favorite matcha Kit Kats yeah those are really good too yeah and then I had the other day this matcha shokora thing it was really good <laughs> like I don't really know how they made it but I loved it. And so, yeah, let's go ahead and look at some of the expressions that were used inside of this lesson. And listeners, just keep in mind, a lot of this stuff isn't beginner level grammar, but you're going to be going to stores all the time, right? When you travel to Japan, right? Right. And you're going to want to know how to order things. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting. I was listening to some Japanese interviews and because that's kind of what I do in my spare time and just street people talking just to absorb the culture more. And this one guy said that 
when it comes to foreigners, one thing that you should do is try speaking to Japanese people in Japanese, even if your Japanese is broken, because it's oh, yeah. less annoying to them. Could you imagine if someone came up to you in America and you didn't know any Japanese or Russian? And they start speaking to you in Russian. Dude, this literally is my in-laws, though. When they come to America, like, <laughs> so my father-in-law, he's from Japan, and he'll go up to people, and he'll just start talking to them in Japanese, and we have to kind of be like, dude, they don't understand a thing you're saying. Hey, I, I admire the spirit. He's Japanese, so he gets a pass. He gets so, a pass, but just yeah, like exactly. how he has a really hard time being understood. Like, right. give it, there are a lot of people in Japan who do speak English. Don't be surprised if a lot of people who you try to interact with in English panic, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of look for someone else who can speak English to substitute for them. So if you can use Japanese, please try. I agree 100% with Tark on that front. And also, when you hear these expressions that we talk about today, make an effort to memorize them as we use them. You're not going to necessarily be able to change them to say a bunch of different cool sentences, but if you can memorize these and have them logged in your lexicon in that way, then you're going to be able to pull them out when you're in Japan reliably. And right. everyone has to start with a little bit of memorization when you're learning a new language you really can't avoid it yep once you start learning more it just starts coming naturally to you so oh yeah the teeth pulling of memorization goes away and the stuff you learn becomes a new context for the new things that you're learning so speaking of teeth pulling it looks like the first word in our vocab yeah let's go ahead and look at this this is go chumon go chumon go chumon and a a chumon is a polite word for one's order. So if I say chumon shimasu, that means to order. Chumon yeah. shimasu, uh, to order. And if you buy things online, using Japanese websites, like I've met a lot of people who like to buy clothes from mm -hmm. Japan. And a lot of times they have to use Google Translate as they're using the website to order and stuff. If you are using one of those tools and you have to come across the word chumon, you now know that that means your orders or the order button. So now that was used in our conversation right before our next vocabulary word. And let's have Tarek say it one time. Ka ku nin sa se te So that's kakunin sasete itadakimasu. And this is uh, an expression used when a clerk repeats the order back to the customer. So uh, you order some sushi or you order some wagyu at a yakiniku place. And then when you're all done, the waiter or waitress or the person behind the register says, Hi, gochimon kakurin sasete itadakimasu. Ah, and sensei, that itadakimasu, you hear it pretty often. What does it mean? And what are some other contexts that you can use this word? Ah, that's a good question. Itadakimasu literally means receive. I will receive. But it is a very humble word. In fact, this is considered to be the humble level of politeness in Japanese. So later on, we'll talk about how that's different between just being polite. And then this is often used before you eat. It's kind of like saying grace, and it has kind of Buddhist origins, and it's kind of used to express the idea that you are going to receive of whatever life that was slain, or whatever that was given. Uh, sacrifice. <laughs> sacrifice. Sacrifice for your sustenance. Exactly. For your nutrition. Yeah, like, so it's a, a way to sort of recognize um, not only the life that was given, um, for your meal. It also is used to recognize the efforts of the people who prepared the meal for you. So you don't have to feel like, oh, if I say itadakimasu, am I like praying in this like other religion? Nah, it's just uh, saying right. thanks for the yummy yum yums. Rub it up, yeah, thanks so, for the grub. <laughs> so I wonder if Japanese cannibals ever say that before they, you know, 
chew on humans. I don't know if Japanese cannibals are a thing, but these are the thoughts that pass through my mind. We can find out. Oh, dude, did you see that? Japanese cannibalism in World War II? Oh, Issei wow. Sagawa, also known as Peng, or the Kobe cannibal, was a Japanese murderer, cannibal, and necrophiliac known for killing oh the killing of Rene Hartevelt in Paris. Dang, oh, that got dark dude, real fast. The name Kobe cannibal has a nice ring to it, A. And B, I think he could get away with a lot of different things because, you know, is he... Uh, cannibal for Kobe beef, or is he just a pure cannibal? I don't know, it, but of, of course, Vice it, has an interview with this guy, right? Fucking Vice. So, I guess if you want to know, <laughs> ask Sagawa-san if he ever says itadakimasu. Maybe don't actually ask him, like, if it's just in a room between the two of you. Make sure yeah. that there's a good divider. Yeah, and also make sure that you're not very well seasoned either. Don't walk in there with sauce all over your body. Especially soy sauce or ponzu. I love ponzu. Yep. So literally we have, I will receive of you allowing me to confirm the order. So it's a very literal way to think of this. But if that's like hard to remember, just sit, just think, yeah, an expression that a clerk uses to check your order. And another thing that they will do to check orders is they will say whatever it is you got and the number plus de. Yoroshi desu ka? Yoroshi desu ka? Yoro. And this means, is it okay? Or if this is involved with like doing something, it could also mean, may I? So, Tark, what does this mean? Is 500 N okay? Yeah, like, the, it is 500 yen, is that right? Kind of thing? Or is that all right? Is that fine? Uh Okay, okay. Yeah, so let's say that someone is buying some clothes and the Tain san says, Nani iro ga yoroshi desu ka? What would that mean, Tark? Nani iro ga yoroshi desu ka? Yoroshi. What? Iro. Iro's color? Oh, what color is good? Yeah, that's literally what it means. And we can also think of this as what color would you like or what color works for you. So, yoroshi desu ka is three different words. We have yoroshi, then des, and finally ka. We know about des and ka because des is is and ka is the question particle. Yoroshi is the honorific version of e, which we've seen before, which means just oh, good, fine, and all right. Good, yeah. Yeah. So in other words, we could take the same situation and expression and use e instead to ask the same things in a more casual situation. So Tarek, how would you take nani iro ga yoroshi desu ka and say it in more normal Japanese? Nani iro ga ii? Good, exactly. So nani iro ga ii? That's how I probably would talk to my friends and family. <laughs> nani iro izashi ga ii? Which erotic magazine is good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so iro means uh, color and eroi means erotic talk you're so, teaching them weird stuff again that's what this podcast is for man no it's so true like every time i'm done with it my wife's like okay what what harm did you do today <laughs> what damage have you caused what, what damage have you caused and i'm like it's we, we're just helping people to you know like their purposes are their own we're doing this for education exactly we just provide the tools to allow people to not get mugged by the yakuza exactly that's a great way of framing it honestly though like i so my older brother, when he went to Japan, he had um, a, someone who had, like, some mental illness issues, like, 
yell mm-hmm. and scream at him. And he was like, that was the one time where I actually was really grateful I knew what insults meant because like, <laughs> I knew that what that guy was angry about. And he just hated me for being a foreigner. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, at least you didn't like break a rule or something, I guess. So anyways, yeah, it's kind of good to know some of these things. Anyways, this one's definitely good to know because this means your total is blank yen or that comes to blank amount of yen. Tark, could you read that for us? Okay. Then we have a blank N ni narimasu. So I could say goke go n ni narimasu, and that comes to five yen. Dude, Not do you like live money. in the Showa period or something? Like when you can buy like <laughs> candies for like five cents? This is the first number that came to my head. That will be five yen, Buster. <laughs> goke go n ni narimasu, yo. You can keep the change. And the funny thing about this expression is it's very commonly used, and you'll hear it all the time. But if you look this up online, you're going to find a bunch of textbook stuff and a bunch of very professional people saying that it's technically not correct. And it's not like the Japanese or the grammar is bad. But when we look at the fact that this expression uses the verb narimasu, that technically means to become. So literally you say your total will become 5 yen if we're using Tarek's example. Uh, People say this all the time, right? So you should hear it and know what they're talking about. But technically, if you're doing customer service yourself or if you ever wanted to work a part-time job at a konbini in Japan, mm -hmm. you personally ought to say goke goen de gozaimasu. Soku. Yeah, this this degozaimasu word should be used instead of ni and narimasu. Next, we have the word for credit card. Dude, this one makes me laugh every single time. Credito <laughs> cardo. I feel like instead of taking it from English, they took it from Italian. My credito cardo. Exactly. You know, my first year teaching high school, when I would show these loan words that come from English to my class, a lot of my students worried that if they tried to imitate a Japanese accent or a Japanese, how a Japanese person would say it, that, that mm. that's racist. And right. it's absolutely not. That's a very uh, erroneous way to think about it because if a Japanese person imitates how we speak English, we just think they sound good. <laughs> Dude, you know, I actually have a really funny story about this, but I'm going to save it. I Don't mean, save like, it. For, for, Tell the story. All right, all right, all right. All right okay. So when I was in Japan, I'm, I'm into visual K. I love the genre. You know, I love the music. For people and, who don't know, uh, visual K is like, you know, music where, think of Kiss or you know, right, th- think right, of bands where the way that they dress is very flamboyant. Flamboyant. And it's in your face. It's part of the presentation. Like, right. It's, it's very rock and roll. So I go to this bar and the bartender there, he's telling me about one of his favorite bands. And he's like, oh, you, you need to check out this band. And then he said, this gays. I'm like, oh, death gaze. I've heard of them. He's like, no, death gaze. I was like, death to the gaze? It's like, no, death gaze. And he was like, trying to get you to just use the katakana. At the risk of coming off as a bigot. Even though their name is completely in English, you know, it was really funny. That is funny. Death gaze. No, death gaze. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to talk to someone about Final Fantasy once, and I was like, do you ever play Final Fantasy? And I said it in English, right? Right. Because I thought, oh, it's an English word, and I don't really know what the correct katakana is for the word Final Fantasy, so I'm just going to try it in English. And they had no idea what I was saying, but then I tried it, and katakana was like, final fantasy. And they're like, oh, final fantasy. <laughs> And I was like, no, are you serious? 
Like that's like one of the biggest franchises around the world. You would think that since they use English to spell it out, that they would have the English spelling. But Japan just works differently, man. That's yeah. just the way it is. And probably when we say some words, right? We don't say it very fantasy. Like no one really talks like that. Probably it's like fantasy without yeah, exactly. even like saying the T. Exactly. Anyway, so um, credit card too. When you're buying stuff in Japan, you can't be like cash sky maska or credit card sky maska or what's another payment method? Well, what about crypto? Crypto. Kasotsuka. You know, I think I think some people use crypto, but there actually is a Japanese word for that one, and it's kasotsuka. 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 Yep, that means like. Kaso, like it's kind of like saying virtual, and tsuka is a currency. Yeah. Uh, so when you don't know the word, at least look it up, right? If you can look it up, look it up. And right. if you can't look it up, do your best to apply Japanese phonetics to the word. And in the future, we'll show you more how you can do that. In this case, let's just practice one time. Here we go. Credit card in Japanese. Kurejito kado. Kurejito kado. Kurejito kado. Kurejito kado. Freaking Italian. I'm either a weeb or an Italian. Make up your mind. Our next word is can use. How do you spell that out? Yeah. And if you add ka on the end of this, you can ask someone if you can use something or if it's usable, rather. So, for example, pen in Japanese is, you'll never guess, pen. Oh, my God. Mind fucking blown. <laughs> so, if I said... Jason, say since yeah. since this is a casual Japanese podcast, we may as well throw in the casual word for skymas, right? Skyru. Skyru. And then skal is just to use. Naruhodo. So can you do skyru real slow for us, real quick? Tsukaeru. Skyru. Yeah. And so in casual Japanese, if I want to ask someone, can I use this pen? One way you could say that is Kono pen ga tsukairu? Kono pen ga tsukairu? Kono pen ga tsukairu kana? I wonder if I can use this pen. Yeah, yeah that, that's people in 300 years in the future when pens are kept at museums. I heard that young people these days are very uncomfortable with newspapers. Shinbun? Shinbun, yeah. That's Shinbun. Shinbun. Though you're probably not going to hear that word too often anymore, huh? Dude, like when I started learning Japanese, guess what Guess what word was in the textbooks? Shinbun? Oh, well, that one's still in textbooks. Uh, phone booths. Oh, right, right, and right. Right, and phone books. Yeah, yeah, like those are, that's no longer in textbooks anymore. Kaitai bongo? Denwa bongo? Denwa bongo. For like a phone bongo. number? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, One of the first lessons in old textbooks would be learn how to ask someone for their phone number. Wow, what a Dude, world. it's going to be so funny in a couple of years. All your textbooks are going to be like, how do I DM you? Or like, can I add you? What's your profile ID? <laughs> All right, so in the lesson today, saw how to ask, can I use a credit card to pay? And that was, Kredito kado ga ka. But let's also give our listeners some other payment methods in case they want to use cash. So instead of kredito kado ga tsukaemasu ka, we could use genkin. 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 Yeah. So genkin ga tsukaemasu ka would be, can I use cash? That's pretty important to know. 
Yep. Cash is still widely used in Japan. That's true, and that's one thing that I was going to bring up. Tarek, when you went to Japan, did you use cash a lot? Oh, all the time. Yeah, a lot of people who are very used to just using their phone or watch to pay might be a little bit disappointed to find out that in Japan, you actually still need cash for a couple of different situations. Yeah, genki no motte ite yo. Yeah, take some cash with you, okay? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, souvenirs and small shops like the mom pa kind of places, especially the ones that are run by more elderly folk, are going mm. to not really be up with the latest payment methods. And so when visiting Japan... Don't ask him about crypto. Don't ask him about crypto. <laughs> And, you know, if you want to get the best rate on cash, don't exchange your money at the airport. Don't exchange your money at a bank in your country. But take your whatever currency, go to Japan. Okay, maybe you should have at least 10,000 yen before you go, mm-hmm. just to be safe. But then once you're already in Japan, if you could then find a currency exchange in a major shopping area. I used one in Shinjuku a lot, and that one had way better rates than the banks and the airport. And mm. so if you're like wanting to get the best rate for currency exchange, that's what I would personally recommend looking into. But do your own research. Naruhodo. Anyways, so next we have the word for to insert, as in like, you know, to put in your credit card. And what is that? Jason say? Iremasu. Iremasu. What, Tark, what would that be in casual? I beat you to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice one. <laughs> Sorry. Would, would it be Irere? Like I, I put it in here, right? So that's Irere. Irere. Dude, this is also going to be old like pretty soon one day, right? Like right, chips on credit right. cards and stuff. We'll have to update this. Yeah, yeah. How do I scan my thumb? Our next expression is a sentence ending double particle. Holy shit. Yo, ne. Yeah, I like this one. It's sentence ending particles that express that you think something is the case, but you'd like to confirm it with the listener. What's yeah. the example we got, Jay Sensei? So there's this mysterious object between me and Tarek, and I think it's cheese. I but, think it's C4. And I'm going to eat it either way. And mm. so I'm checking, though, <laughs> to see if I'm going to die or not. And mm. and I would say it like this. And that equates to, this is cheese, right? Yeah, I shouldn't have eaten it. As you, you say as you see the chunks of your body flying all over the room, yeah. or the room's probably decimated too, your ghost watches it. What like, a sight. Tark picks up my right index finger after it's blown apart, and he's like, now I can use it to scan for his credit card information. <laughs> this is Jay's right index finger, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to keep it on my keychain. Tarek, using the Yone thing, how would you say this is Jay's head, right? Ooh, casual there so, with the da. Very good. So what? what's the word for head, Jay-sensei? Atama. 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 Yeah. Next up, we have to be all done, to be finished. So that is dekiagaru. 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 And when you order something in Japan, if it's going to take a lot of time or even a little bit of time, they might tell you, please wait until it's finished. So you'll hear dekiagaru made. And the made part there means until it is done, until it is finished and now Tark, how do we say the please wait for a little bit uh shosho omachi kudasai shosho omachi kudasai is 
a very polite way of doing it. And then you'll also hear this even more honorific version of the same expression. Nice. Yes, this is please wait a little bit, please wait a sec. It'll be out in just a sec kind of a thing. And you wouldn't really want to use this one when you're mm -hmm. talking with your friends unless you're kind of sarcastically being, like, overly polite. Right. You'd probably say something like, Eh, mate, mate. Like, let's say that your friend's about to... Cheat in Super Smash Bros. And you're like, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that would be, like, the most, like, casual way to say it. Um, mm -hmm. and, and if you wanted to, like, you know, just kind of tell your someone in your family or a friend, like, wait a sec. That would just be, ah, chotto matte. Ah, chotto matte. Chotto matte. So once again, just as a reminder, please watch the video version of this podcast if you're able to, because then you can see this word as we're saying it and make an effort to memorize this one. Right. Keep in mind that this is a serialized series and the whole spiel that we give you about uh, rewinding, pausing is in all the other things you should know by now. So yeah. get to it. Get to it. And that actually brings us to our naughty word of the day, which is actually deki agaru again. Because again. <laughs> deki agaru <laughs> is like an idiomatic expression in Japanese used mm. to talk about getting plastered or like to already be drunk. Soka. Yeah, so um in this example we have Tom is already blasted so Tark repeat after me. Tom san wa mo dekiyagatteru jan. Tom san wa mo dekiyagatteru jan. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that means Tom's already blasted. Check that out. <laughs> I actually used this the other day me and uh, my wife we went to um an NBA game and the people in front of us were were mo dekiyagatteru like so oh, she, she like pointed yeah. down at them they're like and she's like wow mo mitte yo mo sugoi dekiyagatteru yo ne and i'm like yeah they're pretty drunk <laughs> that's amazing dude i love that yeah so um and it literally would translate to being like oh look they're all they're already all done like they're yeah. they're, they're they're all complete <laughs> they're finished they're finished yeah yeah exactly well Dude, that was a super fun lesson. We learned how to order at a restaurant again. Yep. We got to focus this time more on the second half of ordering. In other words, how to pay. Uh, in Japanese, we discussed a couple of different payment methods, but mostly focused on kredito kado. And then we also um, uh, got to learn about how to wait and other important expressions that just need to be memorized. And so what can our listeners look forward to next time? Uh, next time, we actually have a very important episode because we're taking you back to school, baby. It is a unit review. Da -da -da -da. And we're going to top it off with something else very special that's a little more fun. Maybe even a naughty word of the day. But it's going to be a jam-packed episode. So sip your coffee beforehand. Grab a notepad and pen because we're going to drill you. Dr -dr 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 drill. All right. Yes. And if you found this episode super helpful or even a little bit helpful, please let us know with a comment or a like or a thumbs up. Yeah, and uh, be sure to ring the bell for notifications and uh, give us some five stars. We are, we're doing this for you and we're doing it for free. So show us some love. Yeah, kyomo isho ni benkyou shite kurette. Arigatou gozaimasu. Tsugi no lesson de. Tsugi no lesson de. Waishimashou. Mata ne. Itsare.